Thanks for listening to this podcast from The Holy Talk. Email holytalkpodcast at gmail.com for more information. Shalom. Welcome, welcome, shalom to the Holy Talk podcast. It's been a while, Rabbi Tuli. Shalom, how you doing? I'm good. Back in my, in my office, back in Israel. And back uh, in Israel, back in office. Give us an update because you've been, you had a, a crazy month this month. You've been, you came to the stage. I've got this chance to see you. A lot of people didn't know that we took a month off, but let us know how that happened. You came and then you went back. Yeah, I came, got to go visit Columbus, my friends and family in Columbus. And uh, we had um, we had a great time together talking about how, you know, we have to we have to build on these Zooms and we have to build on these Torah teachings. And uh, so hopefully we're gonna roll out some new new ideas, new features. But um, you know, when you come back to Israel, so first of all, the planes were empty, the airports were empty, which was uh, which is sad. It was sad to see all the you know, in in Erie. But uh, when you get back to Israel, they require you to be in quarantine for two weeks. So just got out of quarantine, and uh, and thank God uh, when I left Israel, the corona was really high. Now it's under control here, and unfortunately, it seems like the opposite in the states, right, Danny? It is going nuts over here. Um, we are in Columbus are having record numbers, like the eight thousand, seven thousands, on a daily basis. Um, the hospitals are being overflown here. It's just in, it overflowing with, with patients going in, um, even from people on the ground, some, some uh, registers that are registering people and some nurses that, are, that beds are not even available in Columbus, that people are waiting in hallways for 24 hours. It's, it's been uh, that kind of stuff. I, we have this week coming up, uh, Governor DeWine is going to make a decision what to close down. So he warned us last week that some things are going to be closing. So we know that's coming. Uh, and I think everybody's preparing. The schools are preparing, uh, restaurants are preparing, bars are preparing. Oh, everybody's preparing. Everybody's kind of like in this uncertain, uh, like angst uh, moment. But, uh, you know, the trust is in the Lord um, that these uh, COVID cases are going to go, hopefully, uh, the other direction. And this has happened not only in Columbus, it's happened all throughout the United States. Sure. I think uh, only two states are are not in high red alert right now. So it's it's crazy. Wow. Well, Israel is uh, also um, is processing the election in the United States. Israel is, uh, you know, I think on the one hand, very grateful to President Trump for all that he did for Israel, and at the same time, looking to you know work with the new administration. And so, there's some of the uncertainty that is even more pronounced in the United States is also kind of affecting Israel uh, at this time as well. What's it like? What's it like in Columbus? The climate is depending who you're talking to, right? So you got, if you think about how, how the country was split, right? It's almost like 50-50 down the middle, right? So you had, I think, 73 million votes for one and 78 million votes for the other. And so it's pretty uh, almost an even keel. And it's been like that for years, right? So this is not I think many people take that as a surprise, but no, we've been split down the middle. Uh, so it, depending who you talk to, because one neighbor on one side of your house could be for the other, the other neighbor. And I think for me, I've always taken Rabbi Tuli the point of view of 
Um, I'm just going to trust in him and whatever he decides, you know what I mean? Whoever's going to be over it is going to be over it. And I'm not, you know, playing the politics. And I think I've been, I've been sounding an alarm, especially for believers and especially for people of faith, our Jewish brethren, our Christian brothers. I've been saying the same thing to everybody. Listen, just our hope is not in the temple things and there's going to be all kinds of governors and rulers. And, you know, Israel knows this, you know, I've, I've, I've quoted the, the children of Israel a lot the last two weeks, because I think the story of Israel is so um, important for us as believers to understand that they've, they've been through every scenario, right? So every scenario you can throw at me, I can show you that Israel has been under, right? So they've been under the, a good leader, they've been under a bad leader, right? And so uh, I just say, just learn from the children of Israel that, they, that their hearts and their eyes were always looking upon Hashem and God was the major subject, right? It's like, I'm, I can I can complain on one side or the other, or I can just look up and say, God, you have it in under control. I'm going to trust in you. And so that's been the thing, you know, for me, it's all depending who you talk to, because every day is someone different and they, and they have their own belief in it. And so I try to then steer the conversation towards let's look up and let's not get caught up in the weeds of, you know, who's right, who's wrong, who's cheating, who's not. Let's forget all that. And let's just whoever happens, happens. And we're just going to trust in God in it. Yeah, well, like you said, Israel has been through it all, and the Bible describes everything. You know, the Bible obviously has all, all aspects of human emotion and experience, and uh, there's a saying, especially when we're reading Genesis, there's like this rabbinic saying that's in Hebrew, which means that the actions of the fathers is a paradigm for the children. And um, I'm going to write that down. The actions of the father yeah is is a, is that a, i mean like a paradigm for the children yeah 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 and um so you know that that you know so there's a great example in genesis 25 which we just read this past uh week so um yes you have the abraham and sarah and uh and she she dies um she dies and uh then there is like the story about isaac and how he has to go and get married and he marries rebecca but then abraham of course had two sons isaac and ishmael and uh so ishmael kind of disappears because of this conflict between sarah and hagar or hagar maybe but um she banished Ishmael is, you know, goes off and has his own life in a different area, and he kind of disappears until the end um, of Abraham's life in chapter 25, verse uh, 8. It says that Abraham breathed his last dying, breathed his last, dying in a good way old age, old and contented, and he was gathered to his kin, to his people. His sons, Isaac and Ishmael, buried him in the cave of Machpelah, in the field of Ephron, son of Zohar, the Hittite, facing Mamre, and in the same field that Abraham had bought and buried with his wife, Sarah, there. And uh, we see a reappearance of Ishmael. Not only that, that he is working with Isaac to bury their father. And so um, that has been identified and interpreted as a paradigm for in the future also, we believe that 
there might be conflict, but there will there at the end of the day will be a great unity between the children of Abraham through Isaac and the children of Abraham through Ishmael, namely the Jews and the Muslims, which is such a hopeful message in today's climate in America and in the Middle East that you know no matter what's going on and how how on the verge of a of a civil war or even when there's you know in Israel there's like actual bloodshed between the children of Abraham the children of Isaac the children of Ishmael nevertheless there's this hope at least in the Jewish tradition I don't know how it plays out in Islam that we do believe we hope that there will be peace there will be uh, resolution and unity between the Jewish people, the children of Isaac, and the Muslims. And, and you're seeing you know, glimpses of that. There's a lot of hope that the peace with the UAE and some of the Gulf states could be the interpretation and the fulfillment of this prophecy. Um, but it's something that I think is one of those beautiful examples where the actions of the fathers is a paradigm for the children. One of my favorite scriptures, Rabbi, truly you couldn't be, man, I'm just so, all I hear is there's hope and unity, right? There's hope and there's going to be unity, right? There's hope and unity. In and one of my favorite scriptures uh, in the, the Torah is what you just read, because it does give us all hope, right? We're all going to be, I, I think when we see ourselves as humans, children of God, all of us, um, you and I were talking before, how we are made in the image of God, right? And so when we can see that, every one of us are made in the image of God, I think that gives you hope that all of us are made in his image, then we all are made to fellowship with him and fellowship with one another, you know, right? Now, you know, the different religions and the different enemy attacks that the enemy brings us, you know what I mean, to separate us, because that's what he wants to do. He wants to separate, he wants to destroy, right? But if we can see that unity and hope, there's going to be hope, not only for the, for the United States, there's going to hope, that's hope for the world. Like when, when I look at that, it's hope for the world, because I believe once that happens, you know what I mean, and totally, then we can all just love and live in unity, right? And just love one another and see the greatness in one another instead of seeing uh, what we think are not the good parts of one another, right? We can see the great and the goodness that, hey, Rabbi Tuli, Danny Ortiz, you guys are made in the image of God and that makes you close. That makes you one. That makes you the same, you know, come from the same place, you know, and that's beautiful. Thank you for sharing that because that's, it's one of my favorite scriptures, and I know we talked about it, but I love it because it brings so much hope for the, for the future. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, we hope to get back on track, right? Yes, and, yes, yes. So uh, for those who are listening, uh, we'll be back on track. <laughs> back on track. I guess we're going to go. We wanted to always be a week ahead, so to speak, where we're talking about the upcoming Torah portion as opposed yes. to the previous Torah portion. So, so the next one will be on Vayetzet. Vayetzet. Say that. See, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try. Vayetzet will be the next one that we're studying, right? Yeah, Genesis and for chapter those, 28. Yeah. So those those who are listening, uh, be reading Genesis chapter 28 uh, through Genesis uh, chapter 32. Um, and then we're gonna we're gonna talk about that next week, and we'll have fun. And so, Rabbi Truly, to the folks that uh, so that they can reach you, give them your email address, and I'll give them mine when you get done. All right, I'm Rabbi Truly at Israel365.com. 
And uh, you can reach us at holytalkpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, I know some of you were looking for, I did receive some emails of people saying, hey, where are you guys at? We are back. We're here. Uh, we look forward to um, just uh, going into the book of Genesis with you. Um, and please send us a request. And, and really, we want to hear from you. So thank you, Rabbi Tuli. I love you. Thank God for you. And uh, looking forward to next week. Thanks, Danny. Shalom. Thanks for listening to this podcast from The Holy Talk. Email holytalkpodcast at gmail.com for more information.